Emmy never told me about this. Amy's a hater. He's an enemy of progress. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the 10th episode of Next Top Africa, our season finale episode. I am your gracious host, Amy Kikoma. I am Congolese. I am here with my beautiful co-host, Benny. She's from Rwanda. And I have incredible guests with us today. Brian File, uh, who's American. This guy you guys already know, Luden. Dominican. Hey, Puerto Rican. And are the man who came back from the dead, <laughs> Mr. Andre Brown. <laughs> if you listen to the first episode, I kind of alluded to him being dead. <laughs> I wish my mom could have, my mom's in the next room. She's probably listening into, into the podcast. She's like, I want to throw my little two cents in, but Amy only had room for one special guest. Nah, I mean, like, if she was out there. Oh, no, I'll, I'll go get it. Nah, if she wants to hop in, we could, we could get Mr. Brown in here. I got you. And of course, one of my favorite people, my Congolese sister, Natalie Mahigo. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Amy. Uh, is this? Uh, this is Mom Dukes. This is everyone, everyone. This is my mom. She also, shout out to mom. She's not big on the, uh, talking about the accomplishments, but <laughs> she won the Community Engagement Award. For the NAACP in the state of yes, 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 yes. I deserve a round of applause. Yes. There we go. Thank you. But these are the people that we were listening about colorism. Yes, and that was very interesting. I enjoyed listening to that. Yes. Oh, wow, thank you so much. Yes, yes. That, that was Yeah, I learned a lot. That was good. We got to the skin bleaching part and she was like, <laughs> trying to do <laughs> but also like what did they say what what percent <laughs> this is also amy mom uh i don't think you ever talked to him live yeah. action before yeah. okay this is why i was bugging you about the birth certificate so we could go to montreal you to put a face with a name all right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah let's hop into today's topic um i was talking to a friend of mine right she asked me a question, right? Like, uh, in a perfect world, if, uh, what is the colonialism did not exist, right? So Africa was not colonized. Slavery did not exist. And, uh, Africa was part of the big three, right? So we're talking about like, uh, USA, Russia, and China, right? So making it the big four. Would Africa need the other countries for anything? Right? Would there be a need for them, you know, in any way? So, ah, <laughs> so I'll say my answer, and then everybody can like, and then we could kind of open this up to discussion, right? But yeah, so she asked me that question, and I told her, um, no, I don't think Africa was need for other countries, right? Because everything that you need, you know, as far as like technology, food, medicine, whatever, could be done in the continent itself, right? Like. We don't talk about like the advancement in like technology and all that and all that good stuff is going to be happening right then and there, right? We don't need to worry about like exporting goods and importing goods that we could just like, you know what I'm saying? Just trade with different countries within Africa, right? And then I guess second part to this, right? So let's say, let's assume, right? When, when I was thinking about this question, I was assuming Africa 
became one country, right? So you're talking about like the United States of Africa. That's how I view it in my head. And like all the countries become states, right? So that's how unified I thought about it in my head. Like we are like, so we're, we're Wakanda to like a different level. And so that's why I was like, no, you know? So we kind of went back and forth, like I'll say probably an hour, you know? And again, I'm going to paraphrase her answer because she said I was going to mess up her answer. I was going to make her look bad. <laughs> but, you know, I did invite her to the show. She said no. So whatever I say is what she said. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she basically said that um the reason why Africa would need the other countries would be because of like that, um I guess, like the culture exchange from with, the, with other countries, right? Something along these lines, right? Again, don't be mad when you hear this because this is what I took away from the conversation. But yeah, something along those lines where like you need that human to human interaction, you know? Or if like, oh, let's say somebody wants to marry outside of like the African culture, you know what I'm saying? But my argument to that was like, Africa has flavor already. Like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever flavor that you're looking for, you won't find it there. And then I guess the last point she made was, uh, well, she made an analogy about how um in the movie Black Panther when Wakanda opened up to to the world it helped the world a lot and then I said to that same point where once they opened what happened <laughs> they came through and messed up Wakanda so really here we are <laughs> we're back to square one <laughs> to where <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying to where I was right no yeah they did do you remember the big fight you know what I'm saying? Where, where they go? Oh, you're talking about Endgame. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, I mean, I was like, <laughs> what happened to Wakanda? I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm a huge so Marvel fan. I was they like, could have fought. They could have fought anywhere. They could have fought anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they decided that's the right place to go fight. <laughs> I got it. See your I point. I see your point. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then, I know, yeah. Oh, so, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I guess I'll open it up a little bit. Oh, I think not. When you stop and look at all the natural resources mm. that are in Africa mm-hmm. and the civilization that was already in existence and working quite well, we were already quite self-sufficient and excelling. So no, I, I don't think that we would Talk to him. Talk to him. <laughs> so that, that's my little five I think she's going to come with the heat. I think she's going to come with the heat. <laughs> Well, then, uh, I was going to say, this is Brian, uh, but real quickly, just to add some context to your question, when are we saying that all, like, the entire continent of Africa would, like, unite or become, like, one country? Like, would they start in, like, I don't know, the 1800s, 1700s earlier, or, like, when would be, like, the starting day, would you say? Yeah, Brian, like, use your imagination, bro. Like, I don't know. Because, I mean, <laughs> I feel like... That is a good question. That is a good question. I mean, if we were talking about perfect world, it has to be before slavery. Right, so, yeah, so yeah. we're talking about, like... But we're saying slavery doesn't exist, so slavery never happened, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, just, like, a, I guess a natural progression of, like, of the way things would have happened. This is Natalie. I'm going to give my answer, and then let's see where it goes, right? Um, I'm not really good at thinking outside of the box. So I'm like a really literal person. <laughs> this is tough. <laughs> Anyways. Why is he on the ground already? Nah, I'm not going to lie. I don't know. 
Natalie's one of those people that's like she's serious when she talks, but it's just funny to me. Like, <laughs> Am I a joke, Amy? Am I a joke? No, everything that you're about to say and thinking is valid. Don't let Amy. Right, yes, Amy just invalidates people's feelings sometimes. No, this, yeah. is, this is always Amy. This is always Amy. Every time I hang out with Amy, I know. it's like an ad workout because I'm just like laughing and laughing at me. Okay. Now you go ahead. Let me gather my thoughts again. So the way I look at it, I feel like, you know, the different contents were all put in place for ultimately to work together. So some people can look at it as if like the United States, it doesn't necessarily need to do like um, exchange with um, countries as much as it does. But the main reason that it does is because it's cheaper, labor-wise, right? Capitalism, that's why they do it. But a lot of things that they get from other countries, they literally can produce it themselves and be fine without it. So I really feel like in this scenario, although Africa might not need things, they might want to use those other countries to better themselves. And, you know, like they probably would, you know, probably, they don't want to farm anymore. They're like, oh, we want to live good. We don't want to on farms. We're just going to import all the food we need because, you know, we don't want to do it. So I feel like even if they don't need it, they're still going to work with other countries and have those exchanges. And I really feel like in this scenario, even though it's like a clean slate, I feel like it'll just be like a swap of the hats. Like Africa's in and other countries out. It's going to be the same thing, different countries in there. That's how I see it. I don't know if I answered the question. Okay, I have to respect that. That's a fair answer. I have a, bu- I have a bunch of questions still, but we can move on to, <laughs> to Dre. <laughs> like I have a bunch of different bullet points. I'm also reading this. I don't know if I can curse on here. If you could, if you could keep it to a minimal, I mean, that's. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying this is the name of the book that I'm reading. What, what is it called? We ain't know. We ain't know. Okay. Okay. I got Um. So, because of this book, I have so many different bullet points. So I want to give everybody else the platform to speak on how they feel in regard to Amy's question. But one of my main focal points, I guess, is probably a centralized banking, right? If Africa was never raped, pillaged, colonized, and just completely stripped of of what we know today, would it depend on other countries? Would it depend on anybody else? Would it depend on you know, bartering and trading outside of itself, outside of its own um, backyard, its own little like cul-de-sac. And I think it's very interesting. I think it's very complex um, because in the movie Black Panther, we're we're seeing an idea of it, but how much weight would it really hold? Because we we don't know what it would be like. You know what I mean? It, it actually covered so many different aspects. It wasn't just a superhero movie. It wasn't just a movie about what would colonization, you know, the death of colonization look like. What would it, what would it look like in general? But it talked about spiritual practices, going to the ancestral plane and everything like that. So many different other cultures that not only mimic, but kind of derive from Africa's like spiritual uh, journey. So I don't know. 
I feel like because there's so many different points that I would like to make in this uh, in this book that I'm reading here, and I don't know. I feel like if the Europeans didn't introduce the gruesome side of capitalism and what mm-hmm. capitalism really is, is to capitalize, to use someone else to capitalize off of them to profit and enhance your own life. It's a security thing as well. It's a safety thing. It's not necessarily just how can I profit because I'm so greedy. It's how can I so how can I so aggressively ensure my safety and security that nothing will happen to me, that I have my food, that I have my resources, that I have my, you know, that I, I have my everything. Mm-hmm. Would classism be birthed in that regard? Because I'm using you to gain, you know, if, if I'm using you for your resources, if I'm using you for your labor, would I think that I'm, would I not think that I'm better than you? Would, would there be a birth of black supremacy amongst that in that beginning? Would Mansa Musa be, be our first president? Like what, it, there's so many different, you know? And I think what Muammar Gaddafi was trying to, trying to do with creating like Afri- Africa's first like central banking system, I think that he was trying to give you a taste of reverting back to that. You know what I mean? I think that's why the government was trying to like take him out because everything that we know resourcefully or resource wise, resource based comes from Africa. And if we didn't have to barter and trade and do business with any other countries, what would we look like? You know what I mean? I feel like current state, someone correct me if I'm wrong, if they've done this research. I am speaking on very minimal knowledge on this, actually. <laughs> but I feel like kind of stay, I feel like Africa does minimal res- um, minimal imports, exports, exchanges with the United States and like most countries, I feel like. And a lot of countries take from Africa, but Africa doesn't really take as much in current state. So kind of like how I said earlier, I don't feel like it's, it'll, it'll be a need. I feel like Africa is doing as best as it could with people taking resources from it. So imagine if people were not taking resources from them, I do think they'd be fine. But again, it wouldn't be a need. It'll be like a, life is so good. Let's make it better. Let's do it. Weight wouldn't have as much severity behind it. So are you guys saying Africa would need other countries or they won't or? If we're talking about a need for other countries, how much money do we, we don't, we don't even know how much money Mansa Musa really had mm. his day in his time. Do you if, if we're if we're talking about that kind of generational upon generational upon generational wealth, how far his money stretched? What what would we need if we're talking about pre pre colonization? If we're talking about pre everything else? If we're talking about pre raping and pillaging and stripping? His money stretched so long. What 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 else could we need? If we were already provided for at that time, you know what I mean? Yeah, just also like, uh, I completely agree with whatever you guys have been saying. I don't think, I mean, I believe that Africa wouldn't need an outside country. Cause a need is something that you can't live without. Cause first of all, in a perfect world, we wouldn't need anything from another person. We'll have everything for ourselves. Additionally, to the second question, Emmy, you were asking about, you were referring to Africa being a country? Yeah, I was saying like, um, 
when that question was posed to me, right? When, when mm-hmm. they asked me that question, that's how I viewed it. I viewed it like, you know, at this point, you know, we were talking about like a Pan-African kind of thing already, you know what I'm saying? Because that's why everybody mm-hmm. was kind of trying to move towards anyway, right? So you're talking mm-hmm. about like a unified Africa, you know, like a United States of Africa, right? There's mm-hmm. one country and then you have each country right now would be like a state. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how I viewed it. So you were thinking that it would be more homogeneous than just have the, the various states. But mm. now correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed to me that whereas in the United States it's that is quite feasible because there's this um overarching culture, whereas in Africa there were various uh, customs that were very distinct within Africa. So we still had a lot of specificity within Africa as a whole. So I'm not exactly sure that um, that it would evolve into that type of situation where it was a, a large um, area of various states. There was already quite a bit of distinct culture within Africa. Yeah, it will be hard because when we look at Africa as a continent, don't just look at Africa the way they have skewed the map of the world and how they show Africa being small and you can think that it will be easy to make Africa as one country. Africa is bigger than the United States, China, and Brazil combined. Look how America, even though it's the biggest country or perfect country you can say. It still struggles within like state to state. They have different understanding. So I wouldn't put in that like category of Africa becoming as one country or thinking about Africa becoming as one country. Though another thing I can see it being through is maybe a cooperation, like the way European Union functions, because you can still have the autonomy as a country. But you can still have like at least one governing board supervises different like financials and security section. I'd even think about the way Europe like operates. I guess yeah, that that works. But Brian and Luden still before like everybody else jump in. Like um Yeah, so this is Brian here and just like a few notes that I would say is like I feel like music would be way different if Africa was its own country. I don't think there'd be any hip hop, any jazz, or any like rock and roll. At least in the States, I think maybe that could have formed in Africa, or I'm not sure where it would form. I think music would look a whole lot different. Um, I think, I think slavery would still happen in the States, but I feel like the European colonizers would instead try to enslave Native Americans. Like I could see that happening. And then I feel like, which, like on that note, like that'd be horrible. Um, but like slavery, that all of that is horrible. Another thing is, and I'm just like jumping, jumping around right now, but I feel like globalization would look a lot different too. If Africa was its own country, it might have gotten a head start in developing new technologies and they could have Africa as like a whole continent as one country, they could have had like a more advanced economy and maybe the United States wouldn't be as powerful. And maybe like in today's society, like there's tariffs, tariffs between China and the United States. 
I could see Africa um, having more trading power. And I also, I could also see like religion in the United States maybe being a little bit different or at least religion in the Caribbean. I think that would be a little bit different, but those are just some random thoughts that I have. So this is Luden. Here's what I would say. No, they would not need any help. I think it would be other countries seeking assistance from them. And the reason for that is because the amount of resource that Africa has is absolutely astronomical that people do not know. And a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about how you can make kind of someone, you know, weak when you attack their spirit. Um, and then like they, if you make them seem that they themselves are not worth it or, you know, invaluable and stuff like that, it's easy to take away and take what you want from them. So like, if you notice, if you see someone, you're like, yo, that person is really smart in math and you take advantage of them and making them feel insecure, but then you make them do your homework and making them feel insecure. It is easy for you to ob- obtain resource. So I think in this case, the reverse happens where you have Africa with all its amazing resources that it has and have other countries coming out to it. If I'm not, there's a, there's a lot of, I don't think a lot of people know how many, how many things come from Africa, you know, down to like the products that we use that some of them may say like, you know, made in China or like made in America or all these different products, but the ingredients to make a lot of those things come from a lot of ingredients from Africa. So it comes down to the point where it's like a lot of y'all were saying like, if there was no colonization or anything of that kind of nature, like then none of this would have happened. I would actually like to disagree to that. I think the reason that I disagree is because of, you know, and this might be a bad reference, but I know Dre was saying talking about Wakanda, how it kind of showed the kind of pre-colonization area or kind of visualization but if there's one thing to know in the movie they took just one particular item right it was that vibranium that they found and they made it into their civilization that was one item right one single item now if you have let's just say they have 200 different items all the resources are we talking about that is almost the same thing as that. You have every single item that they use to the maximum potential and every single way and aspect and form to absolute perfection. And it, it's kind of like how I see it. So like in Africa, you know, for those who don't know, um, listening, um, diamonds, a lot of the diamonds come over there. They're nicknamed blood diamonds for of how, how they're obtained and stuff. Um, but a lot of the diamonds do come from there. So like you have your diamonds. Don't. I think I may be wrong on this one, so no one kill me. I think the actual, I think it's a vegetable. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's vegetable or fruit of chocolate actually grows in Africa. So you have that. You have all these different items, these different resources. Solar index. I, I'm not gonna, you know, confuse anybody, but like the ability to be able to use solar panels or stuff like that, super high, like incredibly well. Um, you have all those different things that they can maximize to their fullest potential. Um, and a lot of this is coming off of the, 
idea of visualization from Wakanda, where a single item made it was made into this entire utopia that they have. Um, so for me, I don't think that they need any help. I don't think they would need any help whatsoever. They have everything what they need, and they can do it all themselves. And a lot of the, a lot of their cultures and stuff like that. A lot, a lot of the stuff did come from struggle, but I, but I, I really do believe that even though a lot of those came from the struggles, that it was still some way, shape, or form, kind of still try to make it through, even though it didn't come from a place of struggle, but it comes from a place of success. So not only does it amplify it even more that we're talking about, you know, black success. Um, and we're talking about this amazing utopia. Um, so if anything, it just, I feel that it will still be there, but even better because as opposed to from a place of struggle, it's coming a place from success, um, from, from a place of excellence and stewardship. So that's my thing. Amy, I have a question. So I know you access in the perfect world. If Africa was a part of the big three, big three, right? But do you think in a perfect world, if Africa was a part of it, these other three countries would actually be big as there? Because if you look how America, for America to be this big, is built up, uh, is built by black people. So that yeah, I, don't, I don't think the U.S. would be nearly as big. If yeah. Africa was its own country, there's no way the U.S. Yeah. would be what it is today. Exactly. I think, yeah. Look at Russia. If Af if Russia didn't have any benefits, or like if if Russia was not reaping like benefits of Africa, do you think it would be that big? Let's look at China itself. Yes, China was able to build itself in the last twenty years. But for them to be this strong right now is because they're what? Their biggest donor of death to Africa. If, if Africa was that strong and rich, they wouldn't be that. They would just be giving money to which countries? Just smaller countries? If a perfect world existed, do you guys really think these three big countries would be three big countries? I was thinking the same thing earlier. I was just like, what makes the big, you know, but big three, big four, what makes them the big four? Like, do they have the less like debt? Do they like, what makes them that? And if you can like look at the question that way, maybe it'll help us, you know, get this vision together of what this, you know, will qualify Africa to be in there and then how they did it. If that were the case, if we were part of the big three and if we had, the level of security that we would, would we have a United States complex when we would see other countries around us rumbling because we are here or will we stay self-sovereign and self-governed and feel like we would have this like elitist mindset where we feel as though we would be laissez-faire and not like, you know, let y'all just rock out and crumble around us because we good and it's security here. You know what I mean? Kwame Ture or um, Stokely Carmichael was saying before, he was like, yo, I don't even think racism is really the issue as as wild and controversial as that was. But he said capitalism is the root of all evil. Racism is just a byproduct of that. So you have 
any sort of capitalist like regime, any sort of capitalistic mindset, would would that breed supremacy? Would that breed an elitist mindset amongst Africa as one country or one united thing? That is a very interesting point, and is something that I have thought about often about the human condition. So it kind of makes me wonder, is it just simply something in the human condition that makes us feel like there has to be that that hierarchy? And even if that is the case, it is the way it's done that makes the difference. There is a big difference between indentured servants, um, a big difference between class distinctions and slavery, savagery, where you are decimating families, raping, yes, things that are just the extreme dehumanization that occurred in this country with colonialism and imperialism. And so, yes, I think we can, again, go back throughout all of history and see that man has a need to set that, that bar of, you know, let me let you know who I am and remind you who you are and keep everybody, you know, in their lane and that need for dominance. But the need for dominance is not synonymous with the need for destruction. And you can certainly have uh, classes without having to actually destroy people and just dehumanize them to the degree that was done here um, with indigenous people, with the Native Americans, as well as with Africans that were brought here. That degree of savagery is is not, I don't think that's natural in the human condition, right. but certainly the need crap. to have, yes, there was definitely a game plan. And then to piggyback off of that, would Africa have one national language or will we still have Swahili? We still have, will we have Arabic? Will we, will we just have one language that is Arabic, but still have 54 different dialects? You know what I mean? There's there's so many layers to it. You know what I mean? Right. This. Fine. Look, what what I what I thought uh, I thought we gonna get on here. We gonna be like, yeah, me, I agree with you. Boom. I as far as like the, the the language question, I think I think it probably you'll probably end up where it is one like one main language but then there are dialects you know what I'm i think i feel like it works it kind of works how many dialects does arabic actually have there's so many different and from what i understand there's so many different dialects to where they can't understand each other like lebanese versus egyptian versus syrian versus everywhere else and they can't understand each other yeah so i think i think like with arabic they all could understand each other because of like the Quran, right? The Quran is written in, in one way. It's not like they can't. So that's what I'm saying. Like they can all understand each other. I think it's kind of like, uh, Canadian French and France, French, where they got like their own little twist to whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? It, I, it's just like, like Congolese Swahili versus like Tanzania Swahili. Tanzania. Swahili. Yeah. Whereas like we could use the same word or like the meaning. Jambo and Yambo. Yes, exactly. Like that. Informal. Like, like yeah, that. you know what I mean? So I think that's how that would work. I do think we'll have like a language. Obviously, it won't be Arabic because Arabic is not African. Arabic was brought in Africa. Nope. And maybe we'll have developed 
are unique, like African language and all like specifically this is so hard though, because I know there is one tribe that is spread across Africa, that is the Bantu, and their dialects are kinda like similar but they become different. But most of the time when we speak we can hear some certain certain words. So maybe a language could have been developed because you can develop a language and just structure it if you want to teach people how to speak and communicate and understand each other. So constructing our own language and teaching it to ourselves so that we understand what we mean. Obviously that would be linguistics and Africans have been the best like um inventors of things. They all study in Africa so we can definitely come up with our own language that the whole continent can teach if we're talking about education being there as well the way it is now. We can learn our own language that we speak and understand each other. And maybe other people can also learn too if they want to continue the trade that we're having within Africa and outside Africa. Also like the Fulani people, they're also like right across like uh, Africa in like different, different countries. But, um, you know, I think, I think looking at like the, the other side, I don't know if I would have met Brian. Damn, that's <laughs> sad. That's sad, bro. Yo, I would have been a loser without you, bro. I would have been a loser, man. Easy, easy. Ain't nobody a loser here. Oh, man. Can't even imagine but like, that. I don't know what he said. We would be in America, but wouldn't be here. I won't be here. I would have stayed too. He's making it sound like he's like, oh, we rich? Cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is the classism thing that I was talking about earlier. See? Nah, thank you. There we go. Turn yep, right yeah, right there. Call, call Amy out. Hold him accountable. Brian, oh, you have to go to Africa. Brian would have to go to Africa as an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> and and I would have to get my green card, and then I'd have to learn how to recite the Pledge of Allegiance for Africa. Nah, but to clear, to clear my name, I just want to make sure, you know, Brian, you know, yeah, <laughs> he would have been. <laughs> if he said, Brian, no saving. <laughs> Brian would have had me. Yeah, you would have been yeah. with the rest of us. Wouldn't you? Don't, don't say saving, no, because technically, maybe you wouldn't have been from Puerto Rico and Dominican. Maybe you would have been from some country. Which country should we give Wooden? I heard a small rumor that my mom's dad is Egyptian. I'm not really sure if this is true or not. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Max, bro, come down. As you can see, it's page 73 in this book. If you read with one eye closed and the other one squinting, we're all Egyptian. <laughs> no, seriously, oh though, like, look at this. You know how, like, Dominic, Dominican Republic had a lot of Spanish, right? And I just said in the seventeen, in the seven hundreds, right? Africans were ruling Spain, right? So you can imagine if anything, scratch every other thing, Africans ruling Spain, and then the Africans coming to Dominican Republic. So there you go. The answer is there. You're African. Um, I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to help you, Brian. But I guess yeah, so no, I, I would, I would have had no friends. You know, I would just be studying alone. I guess you will come. Ooh. You come to Africa. 
We can okay, yeah. I, I'd be going to the motherland and I'd begin lit in in Congo. I, I usually don't do this for free, Brian, but uh, I'm gonna go ahead and play you the world's smallest violin for free tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, blame my friend who came up with this crazy question. <laughs> this is this is a sneak attack on Brian. <laughs> but not um, but not back to the topic though. I don't know. There's a lot of questions that I, I took away from this now that I have to like, I don't know, think about, think through. Um, but either way, I still think it will work out perfectly fine. You know, I don't think like, I don't think Africa would necessarily, you know, would be looking at other countries. You know what I'm saying? And, but in the same, in that same kind of context, I don't think Africa would think that it's better than other countries, you know? Cause I don't know. I know my peoples. I don't think we're that type of. <laughs> nah, that's a lie. Because Africa, Africa, that is a lie. No, 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 that, that was a lie. That was a lie. Because African aunties are very like. That's <laughs> you blaming women. Yeah, why? Oh, wait, don't okay. do that. Cancel five. I didn't even. Cancel five. Look, how y'all come? Yo, oh, I didn't finish man. my sentence. I didn't finish my. Thought. African uncles, continue. Yes, I was about to get there too. <laughs> They're just as just mental and like and all that. So yeah, so probably yes, there'll be a lot of like you know, I guess looking down on people. But yin and yang, you know, isn't that how the earth, the world works? You know, with every good, there's bad. You know what I'm saying? Maybe one day, I think we'll probably probably get there. Probably not, but wishful thinking. I think like, but I think for now, Brian, you're stuck with me, so you don't got to worry about. Me leaving. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. Yeah, we can go on more. We can go on more road trips now. You know. Nah, but I know you have something to say. I think we cut you off. Sorry. We're fine. I was gonna say I learned like a lot, like like social studies. Again, I was a math and science person as well. Mm. You know, so I'm sorry, yo. You sound just like Natasha right now. Yeah, I got the same voice too. That is crazy. I'm sorry. I think you crossed the line. No, yeah, you sounded like her. No, it's fine. I didn't notice, but now I know. So when I listen to her talk, I'm gonna be like, hmm, that's how I sound. <laughs> oh, she's in mind you, when we talk. You, you see what you did, Amy? Oh my god. No, my, my fault. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I learned I learned a lot. Like I really appreciate all the different point of view, the different insights, the different history lessons. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the, the education system definitely failed us. You know, maybe if they had a history right, maybe I would have been more interested in it. <laughs> maybe I would have learned something. But it was not my thing at all. Like, I really, yeah, so I'm not really good at history. And I was, I really appreciate the lot you shared. And thank you for having me. Uh, me personally, I think a lot. And I think, in I, I think layered, like, you know, I feel like I'm a multifaceted thinker. So for y'all to like permeate my thought process, even though I already feel like I go down the rabbit hole is a testament to y'all's intellectual, uh, status. Y'all are wonderful. I appreciate all of you black and brown folk plus Brian. Um, (laughs) 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 so I I really appreciate all y'all, man, for real. Uh, I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like we've been saying more questions than we have been saying answers. And I think we're at a point that I think we all know 
generally what we all have agreed on. So I feel like it's a good point to kind of be like, okay, this is all that we agreed on. This is all we talked about. So with everything we said, do you still think what we started with holds true or have you changed your mind? No, I mean, I, I didn't change my mind. I, I feel like, I feel like we, everybody kind of gave their answers, right? And mm-hmm. then it was more so just like, okay, with the answers that you just gave, like, what about this thing? And you're like, mm-hmm. you gave, you know, what mm-hmm. you thought. Just speaking for myself, I don't think like my answer changed. I just think, um, I kind of added a little bit more information to my mm-hmm. answer. In terms mm-hmm. of like, I think the biggest thing was like, um, the whole idea of changing Africa from a continent to a country. I think that I definitely mm-hmm. like, I'm done away with that. Cause like, like I think like Ben mm-hmm. said though, you know, making it more like, uh, the way the European government kind of is. I think that makes a lot more sense where everybody is like kind of individual countries self governed, but like there's a board kind of thing. I think that's that kind of makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what else. I think, um, the language, language mm-hmm. thing came up where I feel like, you know, that we, we defined a way to kind of solve that issue, you know, where we kind of talked about the Bentus and the Fulani people who, who, who I think in my opinion are kind of like the most traveled people, you know, in Africa, you could kind of find them in like almost not every, but like in most, in most countries in Africa, you could find them. You know what I mean? So I feel like one of them would probably have solved that kind of problem. And then you talk about currency. I don't think currency would have been a problem. I think, you know what I'm saying? I think that's like an easy solve, mm. you know? And then we kind of talked about having like access of stuff, you know? Mm. And, um, you know, that I changed my mind too. So I guess, so I guess in the sense of like, um, in the sense of like helping the outside, countries you know what i'm saying i guess giving them access stuff because if if we are like the the world power at the time which will be so it won't be like the the big four it'll just be the big one because of the points that benny made so i guess like helping out mm. you know what I'm saying? i think so i think that makes sense so i think my my answer still stays the same but you know i think i just added mm. a little bit more to what i was thinking you know based on like the 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 questions you guys raised. So I don't know if anybody else like changed the answers or like. No, my I still hold the truth. Like as even before today, I think I keep emphasizing the fact that in a perfect world, it wouldn't be big four, big five. Obviously, just big one. As Amy just say, like Africa will be distributing to the world. The way Africa is, African countries are getting debts from the world, like from China or Europe or the United States, these countries will be coming to Africa asking for loans. They'll be coming to Africa asking for food. They'll be coming to Africa asking for currency because we are the power of mineral resources. So that is unchangeable. As you can see, like most of these countries, um, they are big because they're feeding on Africa. So, yeah. How long is your hiatus going to be, Amy? Fifteen <laughs> hours. <laughs> Finale. <laughs> what is the next? Probably a month, right? A month? You have to drop one in... Well, I guess this is May. Um. <laughs> well, again, I humbly 
thank you all. <laughs> I am going to step away right now, but I've enjoyed this. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank yeah, you so thank much. You. That was an A-double-A-C-P winner that just spoke on our podcast. Now you see the pressure got to deal with, right? Now you see the pressure, right? <laughs> Mom Dukes is, is here, you know. No, um, I, uh, I feel like I have more questions than answers that I left with. <laughs> I <keep the> <laughs> next season <laughs> no no yeah and I, I and i don't know i feel like um this episode a little bit is more so to to get everybody thinking you know i don't i don't think it's, it was He's going to view it differently. He's going to interpret it differently. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah, people um, thinking is to get him ready for the next episode. Like get him ready for the next season. You know? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I got a couple of things. So first things first, there was a little question that went on our Instagram. Right. And the question was, um, which religion, Christianity or Islam? came first to Africa. And there were some pretty good questions there. I'm going to give a shout out to I think her name was Karina? What's her name, Amy? Karina. Uh, what was her name? <laughs> Why do you look son. like that, yo? It's my son, Karen DeVilla. Big shout outs to the big dog, the big homie. So That's, that's really my bro. We got an inbox from her. So she told me an answer that was the actual, the actual religion of the native or the indigenous um, African-American people that were living at the time that had their own religion before Christianity or Islam was present there. And I thought that question was, and I thought the answer was actually pretty smart. Um, so that, that's why I'm kind of giving a little bit of a shout out. But the question was between Christianity or Islam, um, and Mr. Dre over here was the first one to get the question right. The answer was Christianity, and Christianity came into Africa in the first century, um, right about that time. Um, and then kind of spread throughout, spread throughout a little bit towards the south side. And then as time went on, Islam was introduced, I think, Benny, the third century? Oh. So with that, because it, you know, it's the season finale, you know, we try to spice it up a little bit, try to give a little gift. Um, we got Mr. Dre, uh, $35 gift card. So, and, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The other thing too, is that we just want to take a moment since it's the end of the season to just kind of give a shout out to all the other people that have been here these past episodes um if there is if i miss the name don't be coming for me come for amy you know i'm just kidding <laughs> um you know so we just want to give a huge shout out to robbie to omar to brian Cass, christine aminata Rupertua, sarah muhammad natalie uh dre and mama dukes um i think a lot of those people we were in these episodes 
and you know they were giving their own unique perspective and insight and it's been you know it's been a wonderful journey from you know beginning to the season to the end of the season and it's been pretty awesome i'm not gonna get all sentimental here because amy doesn't like it when i get sappy so i'm just gonna give it over to either benny or amy if you have anything to say yeah you forgot three people bro big shout out to my bro seth uh watch I mean, I watch, go listen to his uh, uh, podcast, Between the Lines. Shout out to my bro, Che. You forgot Che. Shout out to my bro, Chizzy. And shout out to Philomena. Uh, I actually want to give uh, uh, a very big shout out to one person, uh, genuinely from the bottom of my heart. The only one person that that indulged my uh, stupidity, that every end of the episode, I always tell everybody you know, to leave a comment and give us five stars, nothing less. So I want to give a big, big shout out to my, my dear friend, Joanna. She, uh, indulged me, gave us five stars and left. <laughs> I left an amazing comment before me. And that, that warmed my heart. It meant a lot. It meant a lot to me. So big shout out to her. And I, I appreciate you. But yes, uh, I, I want to thank everybody, uh, for joining us on this, uh, little, 10 episode journey that we, uh, got on. Um, not gonna lie. I didn't think I was gonna make it this far. I thought I was gonna quit sooner or later. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of, it wasn't up, ups and downs. You know, I'm just trying to make it seem like it's a, a long road, but you know, we're here. Um, and I genuinely appreciate everybody that actually t- takes the time out to listen. Like, like Natalie, who actually does listen that I know of every, every, every episode. Sarah, who is on. The previous episode of religion she listens to every episode and um anybody else who doesn't listen you know if you listen you listen now we just we do this just because we love it we enjoy it and uh and i like to talk about africa so people like to listen about africa and i like to make a little joke or two here and there you know what i'm saying i couldn't i couldn't get a career as a stand-up comedian but <laughs> i think this will work <laughs> i think this will work but um, follow us on our IG page, uh, official underscore Next Up Africa. Uh, make sure you give us five stars, like always. If you if you don't give us something less than five stars, I only want you to click submit. <laughs> Let's not waste each other's time. Um, we finally have two Congolese people in the building. Uh, Natalie, would you like to do us the honor of picking a picking the song of the day? I have time to prepare one. Like, what? This is what you want to do? <laughs> okay, yeah. well, let, me, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Well, you have to introduce it. That's what no, I mean. you have to s- s- introduce it. You say that's, it. That's not how that works. How are you going to come on the show and make the rules? <laughs> <laughs> this is not the rule. You guys do not do this to your guests. I do. We did that to Sarah. But you we always it. said it. Yeah. Yeah. They say it, and then I say it. Nah. I haven't never heard anyone else but you say it. No, listen, yeah, this is every podcast. Remember? But if it makes you feel better, I'm half Rondies, so. Me too. Well, I'm not half. You still, like, still uh, claiming? <laughs> no, no, I'm not half. I'll probably say uh, 25%, but. It's like one of your parents. No, my uh, my grandmother. My mom is. I'm like, literally half. Oh, you're yeah, half. I noticed oh. your last name. That's why I was saying, where are you from? Because I noticed your last name. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, my mom's last name is is her maiden name is Musoni, so Yeah, definitely. 
Nice, nice. Hey, Amy never told me about this. Amy's a hater. He's an enemy of progress. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, you never even told me you had a 0.1% blood of being right. I'm not coming after you today. I'll save it for the next episode. <laughs> can we please, can Amy, we you're please not enemy of progress. Can we, can we please let the episode? No, we, we wouldn't be here without Amy. But Amy, you are not an enemy of progress. You're doing good work. <laughs> no, because this is good. We, we are, we are, we are unconsciously avenging Brian. We are avenging Brian. Brian Thank never you. deserved this. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> Song of the day. The best. This is uh, we say the best for last. So, Robbie, I hope you're listening. Uh, song of the day is coming out from my country, the greatest land on planet Earth. Group name is when get music comes on mouth. Song is Solo Labian. Stay tuned for season two of Next Stop Africa. We have a lot in store for you guys. It's gonna be even funnier. Uh, again, I just want to personally thank everybody from the bottom of my heart for uh, for supporting me and uh, you know constantly coming on the show and showing love. Uh, it means a lot to me. Like you already know, I don't like to show emotion. I'm not I'm not an emotional type of guy, so I'm gonna keep this short and sweet and say thank you. <laughs> and um, just know I'm gonna continue to bug everybody next next season. Um, we have to come back on. But as always, though, until next time, peace.